0: Hello, and welcome to another update from the Sanctioned Citizen Podcast. I'm your hostess, Tempest, Del Fuego. I wanted to get back to the main window on the issue of vaccination passports, which have become a thing. So I just wanted to spend some time on the 3,000-foot view from above with an eye towards the problem of the World Health Organization its relationship and reliance on the People's Republic of China, also known as the PRC, for COVID-19 governance and data, and the way the World Health Organization guidance is interpreted by the U.S. government right now at the CDC. So the World Health Organization and its say-so is more or less treated as God's word by the Seattle CDC. There doesn't seem to be a lot of debate going on over there with global science (laughs) on the virus. Um, So if you discuss other science perspectives based on domestic rather than global health outcomes, non-reliant on the People's Republic of China for disease intelligence, you probably won't get any guidance and most domestic debate on the issues of COVID-19 science are being pushed out to the margins. So it's remarkably obvious when the CDC has doctors with their nose in the World Health Organization tent from Sweden who provide verified reproducible science results in tandem with emerging studies from other parts of the world, most recently Israel, ...that are being ignored, or worse, treated and trampled as bad science. So, last week, the Israeli government released a study with results that were gathered from over 700,000 participants on COVID-19. It verified the human immune response in recovery to the COVID-19 virus was 13 times more effective than any man-made vaccination in the world marketplace... Okay, so it would make natural sense to exclude people who've already recovered from the virus from any kind of vaccination mandate. You know, roundups or corresponding housing limitations, lockdowns, which are now being re-experienced worldwide due to the Delta variant. So unfortunately, this is not natural sense. This is scientific governance handed down from the People's Republic of China. Who is not known for the ability to let people be free or to be honest about science, the weather, or anything else? Which is why the CDC and US health authorities have given up on trying to get any kind of honest answers directly from the CCP about the origins of the virus. You know, they're labeling it officially as inconclusive, according to the news at Epoch Times. The PRC is not a willing participant in accountability means and measures from the rest of the world. So we're kind of in this weird sort of love of the world autocrat right now in U.S. states run by Democratic officials. Democrat Party in the United States. I want to be clear about that because there might be somebody else in the globe who listens to this. So this bizarre romance with the suppression of national rights of people and of the normal operations of government in exchange for guidance from a repressive communist regime seems to be driven by the need to avoid an escalation of global trade war and of an actual hot war. So neither are gonna be avoidable if we don't start siding with Western principles of natural human rights and freedoms. Why am I saying that? So, So I say unavoidable. Because in a matter of hours, a super-terrorist organization that made Iran a U.S. embargo state, the Taliban, is going to be the custodial government handoff of a few hundred American citizens. If any one of them dies at the crusading hands of jihadis, the crime of attempted right of return to the United States, then a new hot war with the United States will begin from Afghanistan. So... In this war, the People's Republic of China will become an opponent due to their material support and marriage of convenience to the Taliban in recent months for the use and procurement of rare earth minerals for uh, semiconductor chip technologies. They have already passed, they meaning the PRC, have passed a tit-for-tat embargo law, anti-embargo law, that counters any international... Embargo stemming from other international conflicts. More Americans marooned abroad in Chinese-controlled or allied territory could be taken into CCP custody to be tortured, killed, or made casualty. While there are people chomping at the bit to start the embargo wars with China, it's become a point of sheer denialism for the market managers involved with Taiwan and other PRC investment royalties. The way that the PRC handles information and medicine has been an international detriment and they have brought it upon themselves. At the moment, the French and UK governments are trying to control successive unrest from vaccination passport requirements to get food and normal supplies. The EU has also banned US travelers from going to Europe because the spread of the virus is virtually uncontrolled due to half measures with transient migration over the southern U.S. border. There have been reports that up to 40% of the new hospitalization cases are actually migrants from the U.S. southern border. To date, DHS Secretary Mayorkas does not have a comprehensive contact tracing plan, a vaccination mandate, or a vaccination passport requirement for U.S. asylum seekers coming over the border with or without documentation. So to be ultra clear and clean about this, if you seek asylum while in the United States, you do not have to comply with COVID law or Biden's mandate regulations. This is DHS and State Department policy right now. Unless it changes minutes after this broadcast, given right to cure, this is U.S. public policy. However... You, Joe Citizen, if you live in New York City, or San Francisco, or Washington State, are expected to comply with mass mandates, vaccination passport requirements to go eat at a restaurant. Uh, well, I have great news for you, if you live in one of these states. Your best bet for local personal freedom is to become a U.S.-based asylum seeker. I certainly wouldn't ask you to take any medication that was unsafe or perform any policy that I wouldn't do myself. But of course, as a general rule, consult your family legal professional and also consult your doctor before advancing on the following course of action. So here's exactly what I'm doing. I'm in the process of applying for temporary medical asylum with the Swedish consulate. I procured antibody total results from a $250 blood study that I took in April of 2020 and it was contraband then. So nearly contraband. No one could get a test. Nobody could get into the hospital. Nobody could get anything because everything was still locked down or quasi locked down. You could get out to see a few doctors. My doctor was fired. It was really tough to get medical care at that time and it was bungled. It was a really tough situation. But I had to know the status of my infection. So once I got the results back, I knew that I had been over the disease. I had the disease, I was over the disease, which means that I have procured natural immunity to the COVID-19 virus. I have proof. So I am in the process of applying for Temporary Medical Asylum with the Swedish Consulate. I am claiming violations of the first, sixth, and thirteenth articles of the UDHR on the basis that the local Washington state government, under Governor Jay Inslee, will not issue any administrative guidance to doctors, businesses, or health care providers regarding an artifact of valid recovery immunity to the COVID-19 disease. As I have engaged the process, I can rightfully claim that I am a U.S. asylum seeker and may rightfully turn away from locally instituted mandates of vaccination or vaccination passport requisites. There are at least two nation states that have recognized the medical immunity status of personal recovery from the COVID-19 disease. Sweden and Israel I requested temporary medical asylum to both so no one has asked me about this yet so if you're a reporter or a news organization is likely you could get an exclusive on this developing story as a creative approach to U.S. activism um we already have the proof of outcomes that post-flu immunity is a reproducible science we need a college of international doctors in adequate nation-states represented numbers to procure their own findings and publish those findings. Once those results are peer-reviewed, the pandemic will end scientifically. In the interim, the administrative end of the pandemic can arrive sooner, nation by nation. Once a national government recognizes the science of a recovered COVID-19 immunity. They should protect the vulnerable with no known immunity with vaccination, allow the recovered population some artifact of wellness to release them back into the wild to live their functional lives on a doctor's notice. This is the way it should have gone. So to end the global pandemic, which is something that is going to have to happen, we're gonna end a global pandemic. A few things have to happen. We have to invalidate PRC-derived medical governance emanating from the World Health Organization. And we have to prove the immunological validity of a nation to overcome the medical outcomes of COVID-19 flu panel of disease. So to invalidate the current PRC governance at the World Health Organization, you need a coalition of nations to galvanize around the immunology to COVID-19 and to vote to ouster the CCP-run nation from the World Health Organization. You gotta kick them out. So the reigning argument to date is that the PRC endorses and facilitates dangerous and irresponsible health science to develop gain-of-function research. And that was indulgent to the specialized whims of doctors who've lost their ethical way by signing off on the cause of the pandemic, Mr. Fauci. The PRC is the anything but World Health Organization. It is a World Disease Organization. They are proven, H1N1, correspondent flus, you name the flu, China leaks it. Moving on. And so what I wanted to say is there's gonna be some hanging swords from China. Bully's gonna bully. And so unless someone else comes along to fight them of any size, any size, You can fight China on principle, on scientific merit, on the basis of sovereignty and an international human rights law. And you can fight them because they're a lousy state that failed at diplomacy sometimes. So they cannot kill all of us, but so, so many of the people in their government are prepared to make Americans die for their global economic suppression, depressed freedoms, and unsustainable outcomes for the environment. They do not care. They don't care. They don't care. So, there isn't much in it for us if you peer past the data lust and the mobile 5G fiefdoms that they promise. You know, we need to protect ourselves, our kids, our freedoms, our future. Forcing people to do things they wouldn't do voluntarily and emulating bullies and communist regimes, rewarding their atrocity with compliance is the way you lose everything you have. So don't get shaken down out of relevance of the truth. The truth is this. If you are immune to this disease, COVID-19, you don't need a vaccine, period. If you know you don't have any immunity to this disease, the best bet is to please go get vaccinated. If you cannot get vaccinated for medical or religious purposes, you need a medical, a viable, Medical alternative, a medical alternative to the vaccine, to be well in our society, not because Jay Inslee said so or because someone shamed you to death about it. You just need, you need this to be well. And that is likely to be convalescent plasma or synthetic monoclonal antibodies. That is the purpose. That is the purpose of all medicine is to become well. It is not to appease the government. And if you apply for salvation and are denied, you bought at least three weeks of renewed freedom and releveraged the balances in US medical government by seeking a consulate and seeking asylum in the United States, while in the United States. If people give you additional hell about this, you just quote the almighty Armin van Buren. You can just say, you don't even know me. Why do you judge my life? And then you walk away, because you shouldn't give them a choice, they won't give you one. This assertive PSA has been brought to you by your friend, Tempest Del Fuego, of the Sanctioned Citizen podcast. I am open for questions. Please be in touch.